first of all sir welcome uh, to the builders club uh, for uh, all of you who don't know kazi so kazi is uh, from a neighboring country bangladesh uh, and uh, he has uh, you know he is the founder and ceo of happy hub which is the first bill received scan based digital cashback or reward platform in bangladesh uh, happy hub is helping the middle and the lower middle class consumers in bangladesh by offering the easiest purchase saving options through cashback and digitizing the small and medium retailers with a data driven remarketing tool uh, kazi you uh, have been running this business for almost 2 uh, to 3 years now if i if i understand correctly and i guess uh, you know currently in the market uh, you know you people are positioned to be the market leaders as well so welcome to the welcome to the builders club sir yeah thank you you're welcome and so what actually if i i want to talk about the journey that how we started uh, platform uh, so, uh, yeah you are right that uh, i have been working here for last two and a half a year and and from the ideation stage i as a, as a founder i started this journey at the very first part of 2000 Uh, before actually starting happy up what was uh, in my mind that why we actually exist why happy up should exist right so in yeah. that case uh, whenever i actually left my last job uh, back to but so in that time i figured out the the most of the cases the purchasing option was not available for the regular consumers like me like who belong from the middle class and were category of my lifestyle only banks only offer the credit cards to the yeah. uh, higher actually higher class people uh, who have the good uh, amount of income and and i also got the actually offer from the banks to get the credit card because in that time my cross those uh, that criteria of the banks but yeah. uh, in, in in terms of that whenever i saw the people like uh, my friends uh, other friends and juniors or my family members some of my family members i have figured out that uh, like some of them are not actually being able to actually get this opportunity yeah like uh, having a credit card and and the uh, shopping frequently and get the very much uh, discounts rewards on their purchases so in that time i figured out like in bangladesh there is almost right now 20 million bank account holders but there yeah. is only 1 million uh credit card holders so there is a 19 million gap, right and and rest of the 19 million have the debit cards because they don't meet the uh, criteria of credit so there is a big opportunity to actually uh, expose the exposing this market with a, a actually bigger vision and, and and help the consumers to actually like enabling the option uh, make their uh, lifestyle more improved with the savings so i started thinking that how i should actually start and then i actually talked with two of my university juniors over the phone and and also talk, uh, over the chat in facebook that i proposed them that this is the thing i feel like there is a market there is an opportunity my personal feeling can you if you can relate uh, then you can think to join we have as my co-founder so then uh, whenever i actually approach uh, mr adat and also mr rakib so they actually figured out uh, 
the same experience uh, the, that I explained to them. And then after two months of discussion, after the chat, all the meeting, uh, we met four times over the two months. Then after two months, actually, uh, we got actually built the Happy Hub as a, as a team. And, and, and we started to talk with the merchants and also the users, then how should build the product for them. So at initial days, uh, at the end of 2018, we launched our beta uh, the application as a discount platform. Basically, that was only the discount platform, not the cashback one. And at that moment, whenever we launched, uh, at that moment, we have had the team of like more than six people. And one another co-founder actually joined uh, as, a, as a CTO, Mr. Nazmul. So in that case, we were only the six people who actually started this journey together. I almost 10 people. Still, we have not scaled. Uh, this is a, we are running it as very small scale. But uh, recently, we are raising our seed round. So uh, hoping to actually right now. And we are also actually onboarding various team members in for various departments. So maybe it will be uh, bigger uh, after after this month so so yeah. there is a good news for us actually and and, and how we actually uh, let's go back to the 2018 part so after that uh, we six actually talked with the customers talked with the merchants and, and and figured out the consumer that we felt that this is the problem and for the merchant there was the more interesting inside that 90% local businesses like restaurants, fashion house, beauty parlors, or, or pharmacies, or, or local grocery stores that like the mini super shop, they don't have any kind of tool so that they can actually get the understanding of their customers or, or get to know that who the loyal customers of their business. So in that case, we have actually got to know that. And, and in Bangladesh, there is a more interesting part of Bangladesh consumers do not have the that much loyalty uh, in terms of mm -hmm. uh, actually visiting any shop or restaurant or so whenever a shop is providing you the offer and discount if they see then they actually ship that part because of saving the money so so there was another interesting insight so if the customers feel like they are saving money every day then it can be a good platform right so after actually talking with the merchants we figured out that there is a problem from the both sides like the consumers like middle class and lower middle class people uh, who don't have the access of credit cards so if they get the easy accessibility of the discount or reward then they can level that and save their money and also the merchants if they connect with the customers in real time and also get to know that who actually visited their shop how many times what is their buying behavior and how much they bought from their shop over the life cycle so in that case so that they can retarget them for the next time actually retain them for the long term so in that case we actually started building the platform and, and at the end of 2018 we launched and right now we are currently working on 100 plus registered shops like where our partner uh, stores and right now we have more than 45,000 plus registered app users and over the nice. month every month there is a uh, more than 10,000 people who are using the app actually actively in, in every month we got more than 10,000 users who are using the app so we consider it as a monthly active users and for the other part like how our discount model become the cashback right so after mm -hmm. launching that we figured out in discount model there was the first issue that there was not 
there was no way of scalability scalability means such a, uh, means like uh, if you visit the shop you are getting the discount and this is a very simple process but uh, there is no opportunity uh, to actually hook a customer for the long time in the application in the application means uh, they actually browse more things they go for uh, some other experiences to check that uh, if we can monetize the customer in future so there was no uh, actually opportunity we felt that uh, to scale and in discount model there was no opportunity to get the understanding of the whole purchase behavior of the customer because they are visiting the shop claiming the discount so that's it they are getting the discount and done so for merchant side this was uh, a fruitful one but for our side there was no fruitful uh, insight from the customer and that what they bought in a, in a single bill like you, you can buy uh, for example in grocery you can buy the flour and buy the fruits you can buy any kind of uh, household things that if i understand then we can connect to with also the fmcg brands or also the pharmacy uh, groups and all so so you can be a potential customer of very different uh, different uh, consumer groups uh, sorry different uh, companies and corporations in corporations in that case we figured out that yes the discount model has the potential but it's not scalable that time we figured out in some times uh, if you can actually call it like uh, inspiration yeah we call it as an inspiration we figured out the magic pin from india and also uh, figured out the fetch rewards from usa after doing lots of research that what type of uh, reward platforms are and what kind of reward model is happening in the world so then we figured out that these two platforms are doing really great in terms of consumer retention app user retention and also the site so in that case we actually kept that inspiration and restructured the business model based on the our need our users need because in magic pin uh, with us there is a differences for very face from fresh roads we also have the difference because in happy hub right now just let's uh, jump into the cashback model in happy hub you have to just take a snap of your bill receipt and upload it in the application and the application will allow you to provide you the cashback if the bill receipt is valid then it will give you the cashback within 3 hours and by using those balance wallet balance you can do the uh, internet recharge or or internet subscription recharge your telecom or or mobile company sim recharge like buying the talk time and and you can also do the shopping from the similar application like like e-commerce okay so 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 this this makes us different from the pin also the fetch rewards because in magic pin you can only buy the vouchers of their partner stores we yeah. also allow allow this option and 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 in fetch rewards there is only two options you can go for cash out or you can buy the amazon vouchers or or walmart vouchers and some other so we have made this uh, actually experience for uh, the customers by thinking that like if we give them the opportunity to do the online shopping from here as well so it will become their uh, part of their ha- actual life because they are already getting the cashback or the reward on their offline purchase right so if we hook them for their online purchase as well then it will become a great opportunity and Uh, and and this this is how the actually uh, cashback model works for the consumers in the app 
there are more than 5,000 users among the 40,000 who are highly active. They have already saved more than like 300 USD last one year, right? Like in, in a year. So, 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 so it, it was a great experience from them. Like whenever we talk with them, like they actually feel like, why don't we promote so aggressively and acquire more users so that we become a, a, a new hotcake for the startup industry in the bank. But, but in terms of our, uh, as, a, as a founder, we have some limitations because in Bangladesh, still the startup is uh, like the growing stage, the startup industry. And, and the funding opportunity for the Bangladeshi startups are right now still very limited. Uh, if you consider mm. India and Myanmar as well. So in that mm. case, we have, as a founder, we have to survive and we had to survive over the time, right? Mm. And, 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 and between that, the COVID actually, everyone. But, but mm. this model is which, why we call it a scalable, highly scalable model. Because in, in COVID situation, all the medicine stores and grocery stores, grocery stores were actually open. In that case, our platform, not like other platforms like Uber or OYO, that didn't actually stop for the, actually the operation didn't stop for 100%. So our operation was still working in the, in the, in the COVID situation because we accepted the bill of the consumers, provided them the cash back from the partner stores that are actually selling the groceries or, or medicines. So, so, so still we were the enabled to actually open our operation during the COVID. And, uh, and 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 in, in in that part, we also like uh, if I call it like the survival part, like how we survived and get the like almost forty five thousand registered users, and, and how we actually came up to the point like if we have to sustain, so we have to make it a limited team. Like right now, we are operating ten. In that case, we thought that uh, if we actually uh, onboard lots of people in the team make it bigger and, and the business model is not working right then we will be dead very ba badly but if we actually try with a limited investment by our own and, and give it a try and take, uh, test it as a pilot phase and get some traction and, and the business model get proved then we can uh, raise a bigger one right so at initial days me and my co-founders actually invested almost 8,000 USD from our own yeah. side. So from our savings, yeah. then we actually started. And, and as a founder, we don't, uh, we didn't take any salary till uh, December 2009. Sorry, December 2020. Okay. So so from to, uh, from the very beginning of 2018 till December mm -hmm. 2019, we didn't take any salary until we got our first pre-seed round from the from an India, Indian angel investor. Mr. Sumit Jaisuriya. In India, there is a Miro.com, which is the photo selling or photo remarket place, photo selling remarket place. He is the actually leading that uh, Miro.com in India. So he actually uh, invested on us at the first phase as a pre-seed investor. And, and, and after getting that round, we actually started uh, onboarding for five members more. And still that we are actually running in, in this limited scale. And also we actually spend those money from our revenue that we generate from purchase like the commission. So this is how we are going. If I want to talk, to talk about some insights about the Bangladesh market, since uh, 
ஒன்னோட்ரிசிப்ட்ரிசிப்ட் basically provide you with uh, cashbacks which basically can be converted into virtual coins which can be used in all in your partner locations as money in some in some kind yeah. of a multiple if i understand correctly yeah so you have uh, it's it's a very interesting business model we have kind of uh, in india we have paytm and we had free charge of kind of combined both of both of them together um, is which is a very very interesting uh, way to look at things my question here is regarding this bill receipt scan so what's the logic and how exactly is this is this benefiting the merchant because this is something which probably you know it's is kind of unique for the bangladesh market or probably something which you know, would you would love for you to shed some light upon okay so in that case uh, if we consider why actually we chose into this kind of model right so in first of the business model looks like uh, uh, we get the commission from the merchants for example kfc is partnered with happy hub okay and kfc is providing that 10% up to 100 rupee cashback to the happy okay. hub user so for okay. example you have bought uh, a food of uh, 500 rupees from kfc and you have paid that bill in in a regular way like that you did in your previous time right and 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 as to take the bill receipt in uh, with uh, you in your home and and take a snap of that so after that you just have to open the app after we take a snap of your uploading it and and then you have to upload that food image or or selfie and then our system verifies few data points so that uh, we don't get any fake or spammed bill like you collected from somewhere else this is not you uh, not the customer so we actually check some data points uh, whenever the customer actually upload the bill receipt and then we allow the cashback right so in that case uh, after whenever our system sees that, that you have got already 500 bill Uh, items then uh, our system actually allows you to provide you the fees as a cashback like 10% as i mentioned 10% cashback of your bill so in that case we provide you the fees as a cashback in your app wallet and so all together the merchant will be providing us the 52 rupee in terms of providing the 50 rupees and 2 rupees is for commission so 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 in in terms of 500 rupees we will get the 10 rupees in terms of 2% commission so in total we charge the merchants like 12% commission so we make money from that commission and also sell the vouchers like you can use your uh, cashback uh, point in front in the wallet to buy the vouchers of our partner stores in that case we also charge them like 10% in terms of uh, business like we charge uh, the merchants uh, in terms of selling their vouchers and also the cashback so why the partners are actually working with us right there should be a big question yeah. for everyone right that was my next so, question yeah 
yeah so in that case the question is very much uh, very much clear uh, from your side my answer will be very much uh, simple because in in terms of for example the paytm is giving you the cashback right for for paying through uh, them in in different different but they don't yeah. have the knowledge or understanding what you bought from that you bought from that shop that they know that you bought something yeah. from kfc they know it's something that amount is 500 rupees right but they don't know did you uh, actually order the hot wings did you order the crispy chicken did you order the burger or something else but we know that you bought these items from that shop so so this is the thing that a merchant should know that what type of items is bought by what type of customers and how much loyal they are to their business so then they can retarget you on the specific food whenever they are doing ah. marketing through our data driven remarketing so they got to know that about the hot wings so if they want to promote their hot wings for next time in the platform by offering you something else like the instant discount on the purchase or something else they can retarget that who bought the hot wings from my shop in previous day then they will get to know you are on that list as well so they can do the remarketing okay so so this these are the data that is not sorted out till date in bangladesh before happy hub we are sorting out all these datas of the customers so that the market get easiest uh, actually remarketing option easiest the frictionless for them right for 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 uh, for uh, other like marketing platforms there are lots of right they don't actually uh, can they they don't have that much capability to collect each and every customers each specific item level data so we have that item level data of you from your bill so so that is why it's more valuable for the merchants so that they can get connected and also there is a part of marketing that they are getting the exposure to our 40000 plus users so so this will, this is also a beneficiary for them and they are also getting the voucher uh sales pre sales which we can like voucher sales so so it's like pre sale for them for their business so so this is getting benefited to them so that is why they are actually connected with us in terms of business model so and, and so this is this is how we work so basically this is a payment company which is also technically a remarketing tool for for your for your partners very interesting uh, cool i wanted to understand this uh, consumer behavior in terms of offline versus online in bangladesh you spoke about the internet penetration and the smartphone penetration and things are fairly you know uh, different in terms of the ecosystem when it comes to bangladesh would love to understand how that works because i remember i was reading some article sometime back uh, around uh, how people in bangladesh were using facebook groups for selling things in there and it's yeah. it's uh, it's a fairly off used uh, model uh, which is very unique to bangladesh should to speak so would love to understand this whole offline versus online divide as well so in terms of bangladesh in 2019 uh, dhaka city was the second highest facebook user in all over the world 2019 or wow. so you can understand the power of facebook in bangladesh right so in 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 that case the bangladeshi people if they understand what is internet they understand that 
Facebook and Google is the internet. If you uh, don't talk uh, with the educated uh, internet users or educated customers, like the, the uh, shopkeeper, if they are using the internet, you will see that they are using Facebook, YouTube in most cases. If you uh, go to the educated customers, then you will see like we are, we understand what internet is and what is the purpose of internet and how we use and use, right? So in that case, everyone has the Facebook, uh, Facebook account. In Bangladesh, like almost there is a, uh, 40 million Facebook accounts. Uh, in, in last year, there was like 35 million. Right now it's 40 million and, and right now it's growing as well in Bangladesh. So in alone, Dhaka city has uh, the 20 million. Okay. So in that case, like the Facebook groups, why whenever a someone wants to do the business, they believe that opening a Facebook page or opening a Facebook group can help us to grow their business. They don't have mm -hmm. understanding like you want to grow your business, you must have to have a website that uh, with a proper domain and also structure of your website that what we will sell so that you can convert it to the to the different uh, channels like Facebook, YouTube, other Google search or, or, or different channels. But in Bangladesh, what they understand in, in terms of the most of the female entrepreneurs they understand that if I have the Facebook page or group, then you can boost this. And, and, and they start actually doing the live. Facebook live is very much popular in Bangladesh. You will see in every second, there is a page, the live is happening. And, and there is a female around it who is doing the live. So, 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 so it's like after from uh, 11 a.m. to uh, 2 a.m. 11 a.m from the morning to uh, midnight 2 a.m. you will see the lots of live in and most of them are the female enterprise. They have their shop, online shop and everything else. They don't customer, they, they don't want to convert their customers to any website or other things. They want the customers to convert to them through the Facebook or, or, or the pages doing the live. So, so in that this is the unique part of that most of the people actually believe that Facebook can help their business to grow. And, and whenever their business page or, or the group get uh, blocked by Facebook, they got so much upset. They got so much upset and try to seek help from the experts so that they can actually uh, unblock their group or page. So in that case, why the Facebook is uh, too much uh, actually getting the answer uh, because in terms of online activity, you will see the most of the customers, potential customers are in Facebook. All of us, we know that, we understand that Facebook is the internet. Only the educated customers know that what is internet in terms of uh, like uh, usage and utilization, but in terms of the uneducated, like as I mentioned, the shopkeeper or, 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 or a day laborer or a garment worker or, or if you call it a rickshaw puller or, 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 or the, 
what i can say motorwala so they all have the facebook but they understand that internet is all about facebook so that is why if someone wants to target the motorwala or the motorwala or the shopkeeper to sell the their products to them then facebook is the best internet penetration rate is 59 most of them are coming coming social media as a social media channels which is the most effective one most of the things are being done so that's why facebook is very much uh, popular uh in 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 back to 2018 there was a uh, news going on that google wants to enter in bangladesh and digitize the whole bangladesh by providing the internet in roadside but after that yeah. that didn't happen i don't know what happened to them after that or or is there any uh, government restrictions or any uh, policy related uh, restrictions so that they didn't come but uh, after that in in phase in terms of facebook there is no but in terms of google there was an opportunity but uh, that didn't happen okay Cool, cool. Uh, it's already been 40 minutes, uh, you know, uh, and you know I think we have got a fair bit of an understanding about how Happy Hub and the whole Bangladesh ecosystem works. I open the floor up for questions now. Nikhil, uh, you can go first. Yeah. So yeah. Hi, sir. So I have a question regarding how you guys uh, market product like Happy Hub. Uh, thank you. Thank you for your question. And uh, in that case. Uh, we actually, uh, since as I mentioned that uh, we are more cost effective as a startup. So as a startup, if you have the limited money, you have to think in a way to grow faster or or grow getting a good amount of customer base by spending this small amount, right? In terms of that, in in terms of Happy Hub, the influencer marketing actually worked very well, and the referral program. So we did referral program uh, for 15 days at the end of 2019 December, and also happened. This happened in December of 2020. We got almost 20,000 users from there. Only the running okay. the referral program. Okay, and and the CAC for for the customer acquisition cost was only 25 cents for for the uh. each user to register. So so that was the CAC. Or through our referral program, that was a bit tricky. Like uh, we only allow the customers to get the full amount of uh, referral amount, a uh, referral reward amount, whenever the refer referred guy is using the Happy Hub app and claiming their first bill receipt or purchasing anything, or else just opening up an account by and using an uh, a referral code cannot allow the referrer. to getting the full amount of uh, referral bonus so in that case we got the conversion and after allowing uh, the referrer to get the actually uh, uh, referral bonus so this actually worked very well and we are going to run the referral program very soon from the next month as well since as i mentioned that we are actually closing our seed round right now beauty parlors fashion house and grocery stores and medicine stores so we targeted in in first phase we targeted the restaurant bloggers or the food bloggers who actually do the review of food because in bangladesh there is a huge tendency of the customers to go or visit the restaurants 
100 USD to each food blogger to review our app and promote it uh, in our YouTube channel and also the Facebook page. So, 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 so we spend almost in terms of marketing, we only spend 3,000 USD over the last one year to get this user base. Yeah, in terms of uh, like user base, if we consider the CAC is very low, so yeah, it was a great ROI in terms of our uh, user acquisition. Nikhil, does that answer your question? Yeah, yeah. thank you, sir. Uh, hi, Kadi. Uh, I was just curious, like uh, the way you, uh, like you guys operate in Bangladesh, in somewhat similar manner, Magic Pin in India operates. So, like, is the business model same, or like, I mean, like, I just want to try. I'm just trying to understand the differences of both their business model. So, in terms of uh, Magic Pin, they don't charge the commission to partnering with the shops. They charge the subscription, okay. like for for uh, for using the mar merchant dashboard of Magic Pin and a remarketing support or remarketing service. You have to pay at least five thousand rupees to Magic Pin for each month to get these uh, services. Okay, they will provide the cash back okay. on behalf of you. They will sell the vouchers on behalf of you. Then pay you back the voucher amount. Okay. So this okay. is how they work. They go for the subscription, uh, which is more secure than us. I, I, I have to admit that this is more secure than us because they are getting the uh, they are getting paid in advance yeah. from the merchants okay. to, to providing the service. Right. In terms of us, okay. we are charging the mar merchants in every 15 days, visiting their stores or or getting the money in in, in digital platform like our merchant panel have uh, integration with the payment gateway. So we, they send us the money in our bank account for, by using our merchant dashboard. But in terms of uh, our business model, we charge the commission, the merchants, for selling their vouchers or providing cashback to the to, to the customer whenever uh, the customer is claiming the bill bill of their shop. Okay. So in terms of the uh, business model, as I mentioned, the Magic Pin is more secure, but our model is uh, a bit uh, risky. To collect the money, sometimes the merchants uh, will uh, say you like, bro, the sale went down this week, so we cannot pay you. Can you actually give us uh, two, three days more to pay you back? So, so in terms of that, we are all already reinventing the wheel because uh, we are also going to go for the subscription. The, because the commission part, as, as I want to uh, be frank uh, with you all. The subscription gives right. you more assurance and more uh, yeah. flexibility to do business in a relaxed manner. For the commission yeah. part, if the uh, the payment you have to collect from the merchants, mm -hmm. if this is your responsibility to uh, call your merchants every 15 days to uh, give you the commission amount, then sometimes they can actually take the advantage of your politeness. So, in terms of Bangladesh and, and India and other Asian countries, the merchants actually uh, looking forward to get a single bit of opportunity to pay you two, three days or a week, one week later or one month later, right? So, it can become sometimes problematic for you. Though in our case, this happened for four or five merchants, not all. Rest of them are good. But but in terms of subscription model, we are planning to go up to them other 
actually benefits so it will be starting from like uh, 35 usd subscription per month for the merchants but they will be getting uh, more services from us that we are right now providing them. so so this is how our business model is differentiated uh, from the magic uh, that's correct sir thanks a lot for shedding the light upon it and i got your point uh, hi mr kazi Uh, so I have really fond memories of Bangladesh. Two of my dear friends, uh, you know, who are research scholars from Bangladesh. So you know, great to have you here. Um, so I see that you know um, your company is moving from a retargeting referral influencer-based uh, model to like a data science, data-driven kind of a model, which will actually be very critical for you guys in the long term. So I have a uh, less of a you know a business, but more of a technical question for you. So, from a technology stack point of view, you know, uh, how are you uh, dealing with hyperlocalization, uh, artificial intelligence, and scalability, and what is the roadmap ahead for uh, this technology stack? Uh, okay, thank you for your question. And uh, in terms of uh, technology uh, scalability, uh, right now we are actually using like Google Vision API, which we have customized. to sort down the data from the bill receipt and we have created a system still this is not 100% automated uh, as you understand that uh, we are a very small team the engineering team only have the five people so so you understand this is a very small team so in terms of that uh, still we are not 100% uh, automated in terms of scanning the bill uh, in in a full manner so that uh, a, a, no human interaction is needed in terms of uh, like like getting the data from the bill receipt we use the google vision api that we customized and 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 sort down the data in our database and and some few human interaction needed to check the any kind of uh, spam that is uh, done by the customers uh, in terms of if we see any frequent uh, spamming in our platform then our system alert you that this guy is doing uh, spamming then we have to some check in manual way so this is how we are right now using like uh, google vision api to uh, getting the customer uh, bill receipt and understanding who bought what uh, in our system and in terms of ai yes uh, you are actually absolutely right that in, in upcoming days whenever there will be user like uh, 100k users every month and we are getting like millions of bills every month then uh, it's not possible for us to actually do some manual check uh, in every day because uh, mm-hmm. it will be harder for the team to actually check no matter it's like 10 to 15 people is uh, sitting over the pc to do only the qc of this kind of bill is it so in that case we need ai we understand that but we are actually following the journey with at first we are going to perfect uh this uh, uh the the data structure model collecting the data this model at first we need to actually uh, 100% automated so we are working towards it and after that in terms of remarketing that you asked about uh, to me uh, that uh, in terms of ai that right now we are uh, remarketing doing the remarketing to like the data we get we filter it based on the user behavior and then we suggest the okay so this is we cannot call it the ai so this is the data filtering and, and data sorting 
thing for the merchants so that they can use a remarketing tool so that they can do the remarketing but in terms of uh, in future what is our vision to utilizing the ui so how we are feeling or how we are thinking in terms of uh, using the ai we feel that our ai should help the merchants that if kazi has visited to my place today what is the, what will be the next probable day for his visit in my place so our system so that uh, we are targeting to give them this kind of insight that kazi will visit your place after 3 months or after 2 weeks after 3 weeks based on your actual behavior in our platform so so this is the thing we want to utilize ai so that we can actually provide our market to get better understanding that how much sale they can expect from a particular customer over the year what will be the next purchase uh, purchase cycle for that customers in that shop this kind of predictability we want to provide to the merchants by using the ai so we have a plan for this but right now we are more into the perfecting our actually collecting data from the customers by uh, using the Google and, and we are also actually looking forward to uh, we are already onboarding a, a machine learning engineer like uh, he will be helping us to do some automation in our uh, uh, what we call like uh, build visit scan system by building our own uh, image uh, actually scanning system like what we right now using uh, as a google vision api uh, google vision api so in that case we want to build, a, build our own vision so that we can actually collect it our in our own way so that is why we are actually uh, right now have already onboarded a engineer. so, so this, this is this is the plan that how we, we want to capitalize the technology wonderful wonderful just a quick follow up question uh, so uh, how are you targeting feature phone users in that case because uh, google google vision and most of these you know the things that you talk about these are all smartphone users so uh, from what i understand there are a lot of feature phone users also in bangladesh uh, are you targeting them as well in some way or not really in terms of feature phone users we don't target yes. them we only okay. target okay. the smartphone users oh okay got it. Perfect. Thank you so much. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, sir, how you guys uh, brought like brands and shops uh, like on your platform? So your vendor side acquisition strategy. Yeah. In terms of uh, vendor acquisition, uh, there is a two types of strategy. Uh, in terms of uh, like uh, according the merchants uh, we follow like direct sales pitch and also follow the investment and then 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 acquire so for for the direct sales pitch our sales team actually visit their visit the shops and talk to them what type of uh, solution we are providing for their business and if it can adjust with their business or if it can help them uh in a, in a in a very long way or 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 in future then actually they approach them and and get into get onboarded uh, merchant get onboarded to this sales team for the merchants who are more like bigger brands or mid-range brands 
for convincing them for for a service sometimes it becomes challenges so we call it like investment then sell we actually offer the cashback to the customers in platform by investing our own money providing them some cashback like uh, 3% up to 30 rupees or 40 rupees are what we call is in bangladeshi taka is uh, 30 taka 40 taka okay so we invest uh, this kind of uh, money on their customer base and promote it in our app whenever we get at least 100 200 bills of their customers then we approach them that sir we have that customer base of your shop that you don't know if you want to reach them in future then you can work with them. then they can get uh, more amazed that how they know about my customer how they get to know that what i sold in last week one of my customers. That time they get MS and then we actually convert that vendor. So this is we call uh, like invest and then sales. So invest and sales. And and, and there, there is another approach is which direct like uh, pitching the merchants, visiting them, pitching the merchants, and then actually uh, onboard them. And and this works very well. The directions works very well for the small merchants like the restaurant that have one or two branches. And investment and sales that works best for the brands like KFC, Nando's, uh, or Pizza Hut, or you can call is Harpy. They are bigger brands, so they will ask for more validity of your platform to get work with you. In that case, you can do that investment and then sales. And, 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 and Magic Pin, in terms of Magic Pin, they do the same way. They, they follow the same strategy to actually onboard the big market. Uh, so this is the similar way that we follow. Yeah. Uh, thank you for taking the time this later time. I know Bangladesh it's like twelve AM right now, I suppose. Thank you yeah. for that. Uh, so so basically my question was it as you know like most of the startups which are coming up right now are mostly shifting towards the high class audience of the say, uh, society. So I just wanted to know how hard it is to build for the bottom of the bottom of the pyramid or a less educated audience on, on the internet. Mm -hmm. okay. So in terms of uh, uh, the question that you asked for, for, for the bottom of the pyramid, it's challenging because sometimes you have to provide them the full information in short manner to get them educated and use your platform, right? So this is the biggest challenge that we face sometimes uh, whenever we did the marketing uh, because uh, uh, a, a customer uh, if you call, actually explain the uh, whole ecosystem or whole process of getting the cashback sometimes they will don't understand whenever an influencer is actually promoting this and showing how it works it's like a video then they actually get to know it uh, better way and more easy. So for the bottom line of the pyramid, like lower middle class people, since they use the smartphone, if they get some uh, instructional video, then it's become easy for them uh, to actually use the platform. So we also have that uh, option and we also have that video by our own that we have made for the users to how you can use the happy app and having the cashback in our application. So you, the users can also view that uh, video and also understand that how to use. 
but in terms of challenges if i want to call it like onboarding the customers uh, from that class this is not that much harder for bangladesh market because uh, in bangladesh market people are more interested to explore new things so if as i mentioned in my in the in the in the first phase of our uh, discussion that in bangladesh the people are more interested to explore new things and they get more hooked whenever they actually get to know about your platform and, and you are visible to them in in social media or, or any other part if they uh, see you in future places like social media and also in front of their workplace then they will get to understand that this is something interesting i should do actually check then they actually download the app and use it so so this is how our bangladeshi consumers are interacting with the digital platforms and in terms of uh, like still there is a challenge but still there is a 50 50 part of the challenge and also the uh, adaptability of technology by the customer so why i call it like 50% challenge because sometimes as a company as a startup we cannot or we are not being able to actually communicate with the customers in a proper manner so that it's easy for them to understand to use my plan so there is a gap of the companies to understand the consumer mindset to promote their application or promote their business that is why they are missing out the customers to onboard them in their platform in our part uh, we did in that manner that we figured out that what the bottom of the pyramid are actually watching or what the purpose they are using uh, in the internet or what type of purpose uh, they are trying to fulfill in the internet like this then we figured out that most of them are more into the facebook for watching interesting videos watching food videos or food reviews or or or, or sometimes they are actually trying to earn money in in a, in a short way or or or, or in a uh, effortless way what we call so in that case the influencer marketing works best uh, that is why we actually use the influencer marketing and also since they want to get some extra income to uh, by uh, using less effort so that is why we started the referral uh, promotion like just use onboard your friend in the platform and provide them your referral code get the 20 bangladeshi taka in terms of a successful referral and your friend will also get the 10 taka 10 bangladeshi taka whenever they will be using your uh, referral code so in that case we actually onboarded the bottom of the pyramid in this way by understanding them what is their visibility uh, area so in that case my understanding is if you understand the your customer mindset their uh, visible point like where they are more active what is the purpose uh, for their activeness in that platform or in that area then you have to assess that what type of need they have and fulfill that need through your community so in that case it will actually help you to onboard the bottom of the pyramid 
because they are not that much educated but your appropriate communication make it easier for them to get educated about your platform mm -hmm. Thank you, thank you very much, Kazi. That was a great answer. Yeah. Uh, hey, Kazi, thanks for coming uh, to, uh, today. So I have a question around like I'm a big fan of Muhammad Yunus and his all the work around Grameen Bank. And I see like in India we have a lot of startups around the micro lending space, which are currently working or claim to work for the bottom of the pyramid. Uh, I say it's 50, 50. We have very good startups in this space, like like Rangde and you know ones which are suited with like a very specific models, like for schools, for colleges, or only around you know a specific section of the of the society per se, or a specific se section of the age group. My question is like, uh, how is that uh, that space in Bangladesh right now? Because this is this is one trend which. Like the concept of Grameen Bank or micro lending came from Bangladesh. So mm -hmm. I think, uh, more or less. So I think, what's the trend right now with the recent startup space there in Bangladesh? Thank you. Uh, in terms of micro lending, uh, there are two, three platforms that are actually working on it. In terms of short loan, like two months short loan. You can actually check out the podcast. They are doing really great. They have like uh, one million users. Now they are doing the short loan, provide you the short loan. They, they are targeting the consumer, not the business side, like B2B micro lending and B2C micro lending, right? So in B2C, there is rapid cash. They are doing really great. Uh, in terms of uh, like focusing on the farmers, only the farmer. There is a micro lending platform like iFarmer. They are actually uh, getting investment from the people like us, taking the as an investment. We do the investment on the farmer, and they take the money from us and then uh, provide the loan to the farmer. So this is how uh, space of farming related micro lending works in Bangladesh. Like I farmer is doing that. So there is another platform that I forget the name. They are also actually started working on the B two C space. So yes, it's going. And for the rapid cash and iPharma, they have done really great job in lending space. Uh, 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 rather than the Grameen Bank, uh, apart from the Grameen Bank, these two platforms, uh, platforms are doing really great in terms of uh, consumer space, the and the and the, and the rural uh, uh, rural space of the uh, targeting the cust uh, farmers. So in that case, these two platforms are doing uh, such good good business. And if I want to talk about the B2B micro lending, uh, in terms of that, there is another uh, startup like Sheva, which is trying to actually doing uh, in in uh, playing in the in this space like B2B micro lending. Like they have lots of uh, mom and pop shops. Sorry. <laughs> so they are targeting those mom and pop shops to provide that. Got it, got it. And uh, uh, Grameen Bank is still very active, right? Like it still covers a huge market share, right? Uh, for the bottom of the pyramid, for the village, like, the self-help groups and everything is still quite active or has that moment died down? In terms of uh, the, the market, if we, if we consider the, only the consumer, like a farmer, 
in terms of in rural area, Gramin phone, uh, uh, sorry, Gramin bank is actually providing the loan to the farmers in most cases and also the entrepreneurs like who wants to do any kind of business, uh, get some earning, right? So in that case, for the farmer side, Gramin bank is still the market leader, but the iFarmer is growing so far, targeting the farmer. For the entrepreneur part, there is no one. So also, all, only the Gramin phone, BRAC. There is an NGO, BRAC. They are also providing loan to the consumers, which is uh, BRAC. Uh, maybe you know about the BRAC because this is the largest NGO in all over the world. So BRAC is uh, also from Bangladesh. BRAC is actually uh, helping the farmers and entrepreneurs alongside with the Gramin Bank uh, to helping the farmers and, and the entrepreneurs. For only the niche market, the iFarmer is targeting the farmer. And for the educated B2C customers like us, the micro lending is only available through the smartphone uh, via rapid cash. So this is being used by the urban people like us. So this is this is how it's working in, in, in terms of micro lending. Got it, got it, got it. Thanks a lot. In India, we have a platform known as Rangde, which is like helping both the entrepreneurs, which is a non-profit and like in a very similar space and like uh, grammy. Like, oh. But, but like I am more interested to know about the, I am more, I am more interested to know about, hello. Yeah, yeah go on, go on, go on, Kazi. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I am more interested to know about the uh, space of uh, buy now pay later because this is becoming very much hot cake for the world uh, Klarna afterpay is doing really great and last month i saw that uh, buy now pay later is also being introduced by the flipkart so do you any of uh, you have that uh, how it it's going on in india i want to actually get some insight from you guys uh, about the buy now pay later uh, type of fintech model in India? Uh, I have some insights. So India has two main, you know, Avanti Finance and Bajaj are two, two of the bigger leaders, like who are fueling multiple other startups or uh, act as a backbone for multiple other small NBFCs to, to add to this plate. And I know pay, pay later has become a trend with the, not just like with with e-commerce, it's one place, but there are multiple other use cases which has come into being, which is school. Supposedly, you are paying the fees for a school. You can, you may not uh, like the, the 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 school ask you to pay the fees in every quarter or like thrice in a year, max to max. So buy now, pay later has come up with a scheme that you can, you know, you you will pay to the school once the company, the startup will pay to the school at the beginning will ask the parents to pay pay every month so they have like a steady income coming and they can pay so which which is kind of is the only model to sustain most of the low income private schools in india then buy now pay later has also traversed into a lot of other years the other uh, other markets there are for school kids or college kids you know, uh, above 18, 20 year olds, maybe slice pay and all those other startups, which is like, okay, you can buy a phone and then you can pay later. But 
like the entire maths behind it is very similar but the model is slightly different we have like really big players like avanti is more on the rural side as bajaj is more on the you know urban side of things who are in the market and they are doing really really great the type of volumes i remember reading it for 19 or 18 there was a very good ken article i'll forward it here but the numbers are really really good if anybody has some more data on it i'll be more than happy to know i don't know the current data but india has like a massive massive market share that i uh, uh, हार्डवर्क to actually get into the actually business and and also make it successful though failures is a part of the journey but i i still feel that indian uh, startup uh, community is very much active and helpful towards each and uh, every other uh, with each other so that they all, all of them can grow so 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 that is why i i asked the if someone has the inside regarding this because i i believe that uh, you guys know about this market like by no filter because this is uh, right now is trending uh, in in fintech industry and worldwide right now is it's considering as the future of fintech uh, uh, or lending business because it's a like short term loan like you can pay back to within 45 days to 90 days to yeah. 120 days to the, to the company and they will pay on behalf of you with the like the 25% payment you have to just pay them 25% and rest of the payment 70 75% payment will be done by the company and then you will have to pay them through over the period so 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 it's it's very interesting model because for happy hub since we are working with the consumer and like the bottom line yeah the middle class people uh, and and the middle class people they need this kind of services very Uh, very much, but in terms of policy, uh, we have some restrictions uh, from uh, from our regulators. Mm-hmm. So there are still figuring out. Sorry. No, no, go on, go on, go on. Okay. So in terms of uh, like what we can say, in terms of this kind of uh, business model, there is a huge need in Bangladesh. there is a challenge but uh, as we feel that binopilator can help the uh, people like uh, who has the less amount of salary their salary get uh, actually uh, finished uh, by the end of third week of the month and they need some extra money to go for the rest of the month by partnering with the companies like we will pay your uh, employee Yeah. Uh, before the salary and you will pay us then by deducting yeah. his salary now don't get so this yeah. will be done as a final payment right and that's a, that's a very interesting idea yeah so so this kind of thing we are thinking and and looking to uh, play around but wow. this is not for, not for this time <laughs> yeah, yeah of course our my yeah we want to reach at least milestone of 
250k users uh, at least having 50% active users based in every month then we will move forward to this but, uh, but under the hood we will be Yeah, yeah. So, um, uh, what I had, uh, you know, what I, had, I mean, I agree with you. What five years ago it was all this. Um, uh, what I noticed was uh, the stickiness, you know, of uh, the customers was there, highly there, you know. Yeah. Um, but what happened was the margins were very, very less for most of these companies, right? Uh, the trust factor also came in, wherein the trust factor was uh, a very receding trust factor. With all the NPA of the banks going on, and whatever happened in the past four years, I think uh, somehow this model couldn't take off much. There is a very interesting article, Mr. Kazi. I can share uh, that article with you. Uh, I think it was again on the Ken like branch. I mean, it's a different article. Uh, so I'll share it with you. It will give you a lot of insights about where uh, India as a market is in the NPM and uh, what we have done in the past four or five years. So I hope that. And we can talk, probably catch up again, you know. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, Kazi, if you if you if you are a little bit active on the on the server, no, you know there are so many interesting people here that I think you'll be able to you know understand the market a little bit more. You should definitely catch up over DM or probably on LinkedIn or whatever. It's convenient for you. Yeah, sure. <clears throat> I, I I just uh, uh, I I I'm sharing my LinkedIn account so that I can connect to. Uh, connect with you all. Yeah. To discuss uh, over over there, and also we can uh, sometimes have call uh, so that we can discuss some interesting ideas. Yes. So I have yes. already shared my LinkedIn uh, link. Well, I think uh, you know we were supposed to speak for an hour. We're almost an hour. Yeah, you know, to the 90, 90 minute mark now. Uh, you know that shows the kind of interest that that uh, this conversation held and we still have 20-25 uh, odd people who are listening in. Uh, you know, I guess we'll, uh, we'll close the conversation now. Uh, Kazi, uh, it was a pleasure having you here. Wanted to get a, you know last closing comments from you, what your experience was with the community and any closing words that you want to share with the team. Yeah, sure. 
uh, uh, the, the thing that I have actually uh, want to share that uh, I have learned something from you guys today because that was my agenda to actually discuss with you guys because I have got to know that how the India is uh, uh, doing in Brazil. So that was my first uh, thing that whenever I thought to discuss with you guys, to ask from you guys. And, and I, I also want to thank the Builders Club and everyone that have participated and, and, and who are already uh, listened to me and are already listening. So so I hope to get connected with you all. And, 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 and if you uh, have any interesting thing uh, or, or anything to ask, you can uh, reach me out over the LinkedIn. And, and, and over there we can discuss. So... So that's that's all from uh, from my side. Uh, I want to thank you all.